So as I mentioned, I'd like to read a press release to you. This was actually something that my wife and I listened to um, Saturday night. Um, we were listening to a podcast, and this was mentioned in the podcast. So here is, it is a press release from the Atheists in Kenya Society, uh, dated May 29, and uh, here, is the, here is the press statement. This evening, regretfully... The Secretary of the Atheists in Kenya Society, um, uh, Mr. Seth Mahiga, informed me that he has made the decision to resign from his position as Secretary of the Society. Seth's reason, I just love this, Seth's reason for resigning is that he has found Jesus Christ. (laughs) and is no longer interested in promoting atheism in Kenya. We wish Seth all the best in his newfound relationship with Jesus Christ. <laughs> Connected to the God that doesn't exist, evidently. But we we uh, wish Seth all the best in his newfound relationship with Jesus Christ. We thank him for having served the society with dedication for over the last one and a half, and a half years. And then this last statement is just golden. The position of secretary of the society has been rendered vacant. (laughs) So um, as I read that, as I heard that, I couldn't help but think God opens hearts. And God opens blind eyes. This is why we pray. This is one reason that we pray. Um, that God would bring light to darkness. And I don't know if there was a group of people praying for him. We don't know if there is a saved mother praying for him. We don't know if he had doubts for a long time, but God opened his eyes. And uh, now we have the position of secretary of the society rendered vacant. And um, I love those words. I mean, we pray for we pray that our adversary, the devil, would be agitated. Um, so we have now spiritual warfare, conquering atheism, and the position has been rendered vacant. So um, this is a, this is an interesting concept, an interesting um, development to me. Here's a guy, don't know him, obviously. I mean, um, here's a here's a guy that might have been considered by other believers to be an impossible case, unreachable, and yet God reached him. And, um, and, and I got thinking, in fact, I even, I think, maybe in our worship service yesterday, um, I prayed, um, you know, what would happen, God, if, because um, I, I actually mentioned this, this press release before um, pastoral prayer yesterday morning at our church. Um, I didn't read it, but I just mentioned it. And um, what would happen if God reached down to a high government official in our countries? Um, Let's say the premier or the president or the prime minister, um, someone who has great sway and this person trusts Christ and his life or her life is dramatically changed. Um, It could cause a ripple effect. Just one person, 
one person could cause a major. So um, I want to draw our attention to, um, and I'm going to watch my time here because I do have the gift of um, extension of verbiage. So uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, you'll remember that text as being the text of Elijah and the prophets of Baal, or Baal. And we know the incredible victory there, and the result of that was in verse 38 of 1 Kings 18, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust. God just happens to put there that the dust also, and licked up the water that was in the trench. Verse 39, and when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. So God opened blind eyes. But a chapter earlier, we find the Lord, this is hundreds of people being affected. We find the Lord opening one person's blind eye. So in First Kings, or blind eyes, First Kings chapter 17 shows how God prepared Elijah or way, a way that God prepared Elijah for hundreds, maybe thousands of people um, saying God's the answer. And um, so look at, at it, uh, First Kings chapter 17 and verse 17, and we're just going to walk our way through this text. I don't have an outline. I don't have, we're just going to, we're just going to enjoy the text. Um, and it came to pass after these things, which is talking about earlier in 17, the miraculous provision of flour and oil for the widow at Zarephath. Um, it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick. And his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. Now, I've heard preachers make the parallel here, and I think it's a fitting parallel, that, uh, and, and commentators, that this corresponded to Israel's spiritual condition. Okay, we have sickness unto death, if you will. Um, verse 18, And she said unto Elijah, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come into, into me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? So why did you come here? Your holy presence, is it to expose my sin? Um, and again, we want to be an irritant to our culture, <laughs> an irritant to our adversary. And with that, we need to expect resistance. Verse 19, and he said unto her, give me thy son. I just love those words. Here's, here is merciful words. Here is confident words. A confident answer. He knew what God could do. He knew that God could raise the dead boy to life again. And I want to remind us, this is why we pray, because we know what God can do. So we can pray today with mercy and confidence and compassion. The text goes on to say, and he took him out of her bosom, carried him up into a loft where he abode, and laid him upon his own bed. So we could spend a lot of time right here. Um, we can't, but we could. Uh, the prophet, and I'm just going to use the word corpse, 
Okay, this is a dead boy. The prophet took the corpse to his private guest room. Many churches have what they call a prophet's chamber at their church where visiting preachers could stay. And and so um, this prophet took him to his private room and there prayed to God for this boy's life. I'm going to liken our prayer meeting to here, to our private guest room. Okay, this is our United Prophets Chamber prayer room um, that we're gathering in, and we are seeking to raise the dead, is what we are seeking to do. And only God can bring life. We can't. We can pray all day long and not bring life, but only God brings life and causes blind eyes to see. So verse 20, and he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord, my God. I mean, this is this is this is very much like the next chapter prayer, and it's very much like New Testament praying. O Lord, my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourn by slaying her son, and he stretched himself upon the child three times. So many times God's servants place their hand on the body of someone, um, the afflicted one, if you will, and Elijah here puts his whole body against the the boy's body for the same reason, very possibly. Uh, This is zealous. This is just all-out spiritual warfare. This is persistence, importunity, if you will, and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. O God, we could even pray, bring people to yourself. Cause blind eyes to see. Revive believers. We're praying passionately. Verse 22, and the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. What a blessing it is to know that the Lord hears the voices of our united praying. And the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. And God saved a Kenyan atheist. God brought sight to blind eyes. Verse 23, And Elijah took the child and brought him out of the chamber into the house and delivered him unto his mother. (laughs) Um, and Elijah said, I mean, there's a lot of drama right there. And Elijah said, see thy son liveth. We could even say, look what God has done. Look at this. And may it be that through our praying, we get to see many times, look what God is doing. Um, the woman said to Elijah, verse 24, now by this, I know. Okay. I see it all now. I now know for sure. Here's blind eyes seeing. Now by this I know that thou art a man of God and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. So in all this, it's so beautiful. Elijah knew the presence and the power of God in prayer. And then he applied these things, all these lessons in the next chapter to incredible victory. So um, let me challenge us with even the words of the next chapter. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. God opens blind. 
eyes.